0: you're listening to bits and pieces on sunrise robot i'm one of your hosts matt duncan out of Gelsenkirchen, germany and i'm michael edwards out of denver colorado and we thrive on the support of our listeners so please check out sunriserobotnet slash support to see some ways you can help us out it's episode 39 that's three times 13 if i'm correct Yeah,
1: good one. You're starting to do the
0: arithmetic. Not that it has any significance to anything in the show itself. Um, We're going to start with a little bit of follow-up. So last time we talked about um, how a Chinese video website, is, a user on there is reposting the videos that use my music. And you can actually reach that person by simply including a message in the video itself where it couldn't be um removed like it's not an annotation or anything it's directly in the video and even translated it using uh Google translate and i think the translation went pretty well so um that person has now reached out to us and we are talking about how okay just please include this and that and everything's fine like you can keep doing it you have now the special permission and nice. yeah, a few handful of downloads every day still come in through through China.
1: It's nice that they were a good guy, Greg, and were willing to, you know, let you add your attribution to what they're reposting. Yeah. Although I, the sad thing is that most of them do use a,
0: a, a trash mail account, like some variant of that, where it's just numbers, like eight numbers at QQ.com. So, well, it's okay. <laughs> Not gonna complain. So, and you've got a message from CD Baby. If few changes oh, yeah. in their in their calculation of
1: fees. Yeah, they're just raising their their their, their cut. Um, if you use PayPal, and uh, just a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge from them that if you do a direct deposit, if you let them hook straight into your bank account, there will be no fees because they'll direct deposit. And uh, I haven't thought about CD Baby in a long time. I think I've got only one album published through services to it because I I took down Genetic Engines and I was going to repost it well first I just wanted to edit it like I wanted to put the original artwork back which I, that's a long yeah. story I had changed yeah, it.
0: By, by <laughs> the way you have to put it back on there the other day I was in the car and I wanted to listen to it through. Sp- I, at <laughs> least I had it on my phone so I could listen with a regular player but man, bring it back on there
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll, you're I'll missing out those. on 20 cents <laughs> Um, but I found out you can't like they don't let you edit and then push changes to the stores. You gotta pull it down and resubmit, which means paying you know fifty or ninety dollars again. So I haven't gotten around to that, but I I, I was just noticing their little. Uh, I don't know if it's PayPal or PayPal's fault or if it's them just like yeah we're raising and blaming PayPal. Um, yeah, maybe that. But I I may have to go back to our episode and listen about all the different services again and. <laughs> do something else this time yeah well you could try louder Uh,
0: if you try it now I mean you have everything ready you can report to me before I make the big mistake of releasing my first EP (laughs) through them and talking about the EP I finally finalized the mixes and masters like I was talking about this a few episodes back about oh I've I've got everything done now I just have to care about the promotion well, no, if I, every day I listen to the whole EP through and every time I notice some little mistake, something that was too loud, something in the mix that just, I, I wanted to correct again. And so, but now I'm finally at the point where I can put the underscore final dot mp3 in the <laughs> file name. And if I do find something now that's, that's a big mistake or like I left a track on while exporting, of course I'm going to correct that. But if there's something small, now I'm not gonna go back in there. At some point, you have to say it's okay. But what I did in in, in the last few um, passes on those mixes was um, I've started to switch around with headphones and speakers. And we talked about how I usually exclusively mix on on headphones, but now I've gotten um, used to mixing on speakers just for the relative volume alone. I know my speakers suck when it comes to EQ; that like their frequency response is awful. But um, just having those two channels separated in front of me instead of one going in my right ear, one going in my left ear, it's so much easier to gauge the, the volume. And I have to be honest, I, although my space is not great, that alone did a lot to the mix of flat, not flattening Nate, but um, getting it more balanced in, in the volume. So if you're like me and you're also mostly exclusively mixing on headphones, do go for the speakers for volume. And everything else, like those surgical EQ things, I'm I'm still doing on on the headphones.
1: Yeah, uh, just bouncing back and forth. Like After a few minutes in headphones, you just start to gloss over in a certain way, and probably similarly on speakers. And um, just moving back and forth is really helpful. And um, I'm with you. I like headphones for detail work, for really zoning in on something and kind of shutting out the world. But um, there's nothing like taking a 5 minute break coming back and pressing play through speakers and then going oh no no no, <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not going to work yeah mostly
0: what happened is that um the center was about 3 decibels too loud compared to the sides and it um, uh, pans laws ruining yeah, everything m- maybe that uh so i really just pulled down the mids in in most of the tracks by 2 to 3 decibels and yeah it works great the the center The main focus melodies are still the main focus, but everything else on the side is now audible. So, what speakers do you have? Oh, um, they're just some old Logitech, like those stand. I've seen those in multiple videos when they show PC speakers. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, When when they show some game developers developing games, um, yeah. What else do they do? Um, They (laughs) for some reason they all have those speakers. um, Trying to find an image while. While we get to the thing, but yeah, they're just regular speakers they they're not bad in general, they're just uh far from from flat, yeah, let me look at the back here. I can just x one hundred twenty x one twenty yep they
1: there we go, you have to get yourself some real studio monitors, some uh some Mackie 824 yeah but then I also need the space for those and (laughs) and they're also like 800 a piece so yeah (laughs) that's probably not the first thing you would spend your money on nope so on with the show um we've got some you know we, we try not to do too much news but there is some interesting news going on in the in the world of listening to music and uh uh, Apple finally came out with their quarterly results that, uh, included, uh, the first, uh, set of data about Apple music and, and Apple famously tries to say as little as possible to not help their competitors or something. Um, but, um, they had, you know, ab- about 15 million people using or trying their service or just listening to beats one, which is free no matter what. Um, and, uh, only 6.5 million paying subscribers and i really don't know how to tell like is that like an amazing start or is that like ooh they're not even a third of spotify and yeah. rumor rumor has it that spotify's got even more now like closer to 27 million paying subscribers and maybe 100 million free users yeah but i, th- I think the what's interesting is the percentage
0: is that um 40% of the initial free users have been lost so There's still 60% there. Um, that doesn't sound that bad to me. I I would have said the the uh, number is larger of people who they would lose because suddenly they have to pay for something they've been using for three months for free. On the other hand, that's how this marketing aspect works of hooking those people in and then keeping them there. I mean, that's what's worked. That's what worked on me on Spotify, the three months for one dollar. And then I just kept paying.
1: Well, yeah, and and you know they're they're smart about it because uh, your iTunes credit card is hooked up and auto renew is on by default, and I mean they they do send you an email reminding you that it's going to kick in and start paying, so it's not completely shady, but um, it is kind of like easy to just let it go and keep going. And so, I could definitely see a lot of people that may have canceled or you know wouldn't have chosen to start paying if presented yeah. that chance, but since it was already set up, and they're like, eh, all right i'll just I'll just let it go <laughs> inertia you got to be on the right side of it if you're trying <laughs> to harvest lots of users, but I'll be interested to see what Spotify says, and uh you know i I really do want there to be an independent like not like o s independent um." mainstream music service that has to be good has to keep hustling because um you know google and apple are going to always try to bake in their services to be really well integrated and i want people to keep flocking to a third party one so that everyone kind of has a good service to go to definitely i don't want to be like oh i'm going to switch to android for a couple years and be like but my music now (laughs) i have to change everything and It's nice to be independent. Yeah. So then we have this crazy video.
0: um, (laughs) A video that's literally older than me, but I've only just discovered it. And I've been watching it all week. What year Um, is this video? I think it's 89 something. Uh, So I would have been five. It's the Soviet Union. Billy Joel is playing a concert and they're filming it. I was about to say for a DVD, but probably more for a VHS tape or for for a TV. (laughs) The play
1: Um, 4-3. Yeah,
0: so he goes nuts, and I'm I'm going to play a short clip of it. The the part that's I mean later on, there's something that you have to see for it to be really <laughs> funny. So I'm just going to to play it to that point. But here is Billy Joe going nuts, and we're going to explain afterwards why he, why he's doing what he's doing. And he doesn't miss a beat. He just keeps on going. Let me
1: do my show for Christ's
0: sake. Oh man! So, so what was happening is um, they they were filming this concert, and of course they had one camera pointed towards the audience, so they could always get a shot, a B roll of the audience, and for that to be useful the audience had to be lighted so you could actually see them on tape well the problem is whenever the the lights were turned on on the audience everybody stopped moving everybody was really just frozen in place because they don't didn't want to get in trouble because i mean it's the soviet union you can't be seen having too much fun at a concert by billy Joel. so um, it was just ruining the, ruining the whole mood of the show. And he was just getting so pissed about it. Uh, and that, that's why he starts off with stop lighting the audience. And it just escalates from there. You really have to go to our show notes, uh, sunriserobot.net slash bits and pieces slash 39 and watch that whole video. It, it's really short, but it gets to the point quickly
1: after the point where I cut off right now. <laughs> um, I just love how he, uh, he's going in between like singing enthusiastically full performance mode and then yelling or breaking things. Yeah.
0: If, if you just cut out all the swearing and all the shouting, you wouldn't, you wouldn't know what's happening in between those. (laughs) (laughs) So Mike, you just came back from, from a gig.
1: Yeah. We're recording about 1 30 AM here in Denver time. And, uh, I just got back from Montropo's first gig with our new lineup. So we recently added uh, a new drummer, Josh Fuson, and a a new bass player, Jordan Roos. And uh, this was our first little showcase of what we've been practicing for two months. And uh, we got to play the show at an art gallery called Leon. And uh, I I love these kinds of shows. These are very intimate shows, um, very attentive. People are there for the music. There's few distractions and uh you know there's probably 20 30 um, maybe a little more than 30 people there and uh it's kind of like they sit down they provide these little pads people sit down and uh, you know there's beer and wine and people just kind of soak in the music and so um that's the kind of shows i would love to play more of um every once in a while i mean we had to be we had to figure out an arrangement that was a little quieter i think josh had to hit the drums a lot less um, forcefully <laughs> compared to what just we probably... Just noting the whole way through. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it it was just a, a wonderful show. I feel like as, as good as we have ever sounded in any live show, um, just feels really strong now. Um, not that I thought we were not good before, but there's something really integrated that it feels like. Um, me and Andres really set out when we looked for a new drummer and bass player's we wanted to get away from the hired gun from the someone who quickly gets ready for a gig, does a little homework and, you know, keeps time plays the notes, but really to get that, that investment of everyone in the band figured out what they're doing, what's best for the song and we lock it in. And so I really feel like we're getting to do that a lot more. Um, the, the space is really gorgeous. Uh, I do have some pictures I post on Instagram and Twitter if, if you want to check it out. Um, and they like every week or every every once in a while, there's just new um, a new uh, display or collection that's kind of set up, and it's not just uh, framed pictures on the wall, but they had like uh, th- these like animal. There's like an animal skull and like this this weird stuff hanging. It was like kind of creepy in a good way. Yeah, um, it looks like some tubular belts hanging behind the behind the band. Yeah, um, just. Yeah, this this giant, like, demonic creature kind of <laughs> hovering over us as we played. Um, one of my favorite moments of the night, and, and one where I think uh, Andres really uh, leaned in and kind of became one with his music more so than um, most other parts of the show, even though it, it was good throughout. Um, he has this cover song he's playing of Victor Jara's El Orado and uh, I feel like he really leaned into the song and it was probably a highlight of the night for me. And uh, uh, I'll add to the show notes. I may, I may throw up a link to a voice memo recording. I, I had Shelby grab of the whole show. Um, maybe I'll SoundCloud that and we can throw it in the show notes. Um, but and, you know, overall, you know, I had some depressing gig report a few weeks ago of like, oh, why do I do <laughs> this, blah, blah, blah. And this was the exact opposite of like, really felt like we got to share something we had pieced together with someone who with people who were there to receive it and that's the best man
0: and you said you played with two other bands was, there was the coordination with them oh one other okay was the coordination all working out well was everybody on time or were they shitting on the
1: instruments while you weren't looking <laughs> no that's what my cat does um yeah, um, the, the, the headliner, um, actually opened the show because, uh, his name was Brett Randall and, uh, he was just on acoustic. And so he felt it made more sense for him to open it and let the band take the second half. And, uh, to their credit, uh, most of the people that came to see him stuck around. And I just like, I really appreciated that, um, that the audience did that. And I mean, we brought our own people too, but just the, there were people I didn't know that stayed and listened and, um, I'm just thankful. Like that, that's fun.
0: Yeah. I know what you mean. I, I really don't take it for granted. If people stick around from the first band and listen to the second or sometimes third band. And I can also understand if, if the music doesn't match up, which is the problem that we, most of the time that we had, um, that, it's just the styles weren't compatible so everybody knew that everybody was just coming for the one band they wanted to see And but it's great, it's great to hear that you always have the choice of playing with people the way it makes sense, where people want to stay because hey it's just more of this not more of the same thing but more of this great thing that I already enjoy and it's just a little bit different and so I can enjoy it and stay here so it's great Absolutely. so they let you do your show for
1: Christ's sake <laughs> stop it um yeah uh, <laughs> the the one uh struggle um so overall success um there was no monitors so there, there oh. was a pa but we basically had to fly blind and i i hooked my uh my laptop directly into the sound system because my keyboard amp isn't it just doesn't really sound nearly as good as going through pas so that that posed some struggles but then again we were playing stripped down enough that we could hear enough and so so yeah overall just a really great show and uh, the space leon was, was so wonderful and you know I, I look forward to going back even just for someone else's show let alone if we get to book another gig there sometime
0: yeah all right and then there is a new guitar hero right about this time um, guitar hero life and also the new um, rock band came out and I found it very interesting that Guitar Hero made some changes to to the whole gameplay system. Um, While Rock Band is kind of doing more of the same thing, they also I think stripped it down a little bit, like they removed some modes. um, And and I also gotta say that I've never actually really played any of those because, uh, I never really felt the need to get plastic controllers, uh, if I have all of that <laughs> right here. Um, I mean, I've played it at friends' houses and it's fun, definitely. Um, I'm not saying like all oh, those games, they're not real. It's, uh, I'd rather play the real thing, but I just never found, um, the need to get it myself. I, if I have the chance, I always played. Um, so Guitar Hero Live did some things differently so the first thing they did they changed the guitar control a little bit and they changed it in a way that i actually find pretty meaningful and in the sense that you now have a two by three array of buttons before that you always had five next to each other which always yeah i mean no oh, one you only string have,
1: guitar <laughs> yeah a
0: one string guitar with five frets and you only have four Fingers to, to push those frets. So, um, there's going to be some moving around. I mean, that's what makes it hard on, on the harder stages. We actually have to use all five of them. And now what I've done is you have three next to each other, but another row on top of that. So you basically now have two strings with three frets. And also still you can play it open, but generally you have three buttons to push. Yeah. And I think that makes sense because, um, now you don't have to move around as much anymore. And it also gets a little bit closer to reality because um, most of guitar playing is not playing on one string. You have to change the strings, otherwise you're just sliding around and it doesn't work that way no, at some point. Are you
1: still striking only one thing, one trigger for the yeah, the, the yeah, pick hand? You still,
0: you still only have one trigger, one uh, yeah, pick, so to say. <laughs> um, yeah, but but I find it interesting, and um, they now do it by, not by colors anymore, but you have the black notes, which are closer to you, so the lower string and the white notes, which are f- farther away from you, the higher string. What is just a little bit confusing if you do play guitar is that um, the, the note highway, as they call it, where the notes fly <laughs> at you, um, if, you uh, if they denote the frets by the left, middle, and right note. But on the display, you're going along the strings,
1: so the left
0: fret oh, yeah. is the top string or the low string. So it just the the representation is just completely switched.
1: Yeah, there's a, a mixed metaphor going on. Yeah,
0: doesn't make it harder to
1: play because you're not really actively thinking about
0: it. But if you just look at it, you you go, yeah, I'm, am I now playing the fret or am I supposed <laughs> to play the string? It's just no. Imagine if they switched it around and you always see like uh, strings going across the body; it wouldn't look right. So I guess they just poke it on it, saying that most of people won't even recognize that, and just played.
1: Yeah, I don't know and how you would th- solve that because the the notes yeah. move down and you strike when they hit the bottom of the highway or the you right. know, closest to you and that wouldn't make sense if it were a fretboard because yeah. the notes would be higher pitched and becoming lower as they move down the highway. You would have to have the highway go from right to left like the vocal
0: tracks go and have the strings on top of each other. Then it would work. Then you would have the regular Then when your notes still station.
1: drop from the top yeah. or cuz they, they can't you, go down the
0: fretboard. Well, well then they go from right to left, but then you have the problem of um which fret
1: do, the, do you hit them on? <laughs> So So there's really no solution It's for making an accurate Yeah,
0: Trying to get something that's three-dimensional to a two-dimensional
1: space, you always have to risk some problems. It's basically Um, the plot of Interstellar for (laughs) (laughs) for Guitar Hero. Uh, Gravity is the only thing that (laughs) crosses the dimensions. (laughs) Yeah. but the
0: other big change they have is that there are no computer graphics anymore. Before that, you were building up your fake virtual band, and you had a, an avatar that you dressed up and and g- gave a guitar to. But now it's all full motion video. We're going back to the times of the 3DO and uh, which other which other Sega consoles CD had Sega CD. So they filmed something from the from the first person perspective of a guitarist. They filmed concerts, I wouldn't say real concerts, um, but they they filmed a band and you are one of the guitar players and um, you're always playing on a big stage. Sometimes it's a fake Reading Festival or fake Brighton Festival or something. Um, The crowd is huge. You sometimes have a backdrop of a city or something. It does look pretty real, but at the same time... (laughs) It's full motion video and full motion video has <laughs> always looked a little bit cringe worthy and it's just the same with this. Um We've linked uh, uh, um, a Let's Play of a guy uh, of, of Vine Sauce in the show notes to two specific points. The first link is the first concept that you play, you go on stage. Before that, there's a little bit of a tutorial with a sound guy, with a sound technician, where you learn how to fret those strings. And then you go on stage and you're like, what is this? W- what is going on? <laughs> and the second is, um, what actually happens when you fail? So before that, it was always that if you failed playing notes or you just made a lot of mistakes, the crowd would start to boo. And all that happens was that a meter was going down. And if that meter was empty, you failed the song and it's over this time. You get a blurred transition and you get a second feed from the, from, from the gig, a second video, um, or an alternate dimension where you suck. And
1: everybody in the audience is like, what is Come on. So they filmed each concert twice. And then, um, when, uh, you were mentioning this. Um, I was like, how do they transition between them? Is there some kind of like magic, um, invisible cut? And the answer is no, there's a no. very dramatic like crossfade, which makes sense. Yeah. Cause the game's telling you, Hey, you suck right now,
0: but it looks more like a drug trip.
1: Yeah. It, like the, it's like the camera goes out of focus and the bokeh all like spreads out. And, um, and like your bandmates look at you and like, go like, Hey, come on, get your shit together. <laughs> It, i would just like to see the
0: whole video of just sucking of just uh everybody's yeah. mad at you the whole from the first note like i, I imagine if you go on stage <laughs> and right from the beginning everybody's like what is this
1: it should like if you do bad enough it should go into like a third filmed concert where people start throwing crap at you and like leaving and nickelback edition <laughs> throwing rocks um a part where like your your band lead guy is Billy Joel and he just starts yelling and <laughs> throwing his piano over
0: I I think the idea is pretty good. I I like watching it and it's very fun. At the same time it's a little bit limiting because in those gigs you can only always play those few songs that were recorded for that gig and um the the other thing is um they completely changed the way the tracks work in general before that um in guitar hero you had the like the whole song minus the guitar track and the guitar track is separate so if you don't play just the guitar track is not playing and with rock band they made that with the whole song if they couldn't get their hands on stems they actually covered the whole song which is well which i always find interesting i think they always used the acapellas for the vocals but other than that they re-recorded all the tracks And it seems like with Guitar Hero, Activision went the route of saying, we got all this money. Let's put that money into filming those concerts. And with the rest of the game, we're just going to stream MP3s to you. So Uh if you're not playing, the whole sound, uh, the whole song just turns down. And I think there's just a little bit of feedback missing then. If you just play wrongly, you just. I mean, you still get those um, awful sounds if you play the wrong note of this jing noise. But other than that, the whole sound just turns down, and I don't, I don't like the atmosphere of that.
1: Yeah, seems like a uh, rock band always did this better because they really had no choice. If you're if you're supporting four different people playing, it needs yeah. to give you feedback that uh, hey, your guitar player sucks, but you're doing fine, <laughs> drummer. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a weird, weird, weird design decision. Just because they they just want to stream music over the server, or yeah, yeah. So um, I, as I've understood it, um, only the live
0: gigs, so those videos, are actually on the disc, and everything else is streamed to you. And um, so you don't have a virtual band anymore. You just see the actual music video in the background it does make it more flexible that any song that now comes out they only have to do a note chart of and they can put it on the service and i think that's what they were going with like you can play a lot more or you have a choice of a lot more songs on guitar hero live just because there's way less overhead when producing those songs whereas yeah. with rock band they
1: still have to animate kind of the entire and show. animate everything yeah i mean they i mean they algorithm it like the the singer just the audio is probably just interpreted and they move his mouth, but still more work. Yeah. Um, I haven't really thought about this whole genre of games in a while. Like I I had we had a whole rock band set for our PS three and uh you know, we we enjoyed it. You know, this was probably like eight or nine years ago when that I can't remember when it came out. I guess PS three came out in Yeah, 06. it was about that time. So yeah, like seven or eight years ago. And, you know, it's like maybe once or twice you get a whole party over to play it. And most of the time, it's just you grabbing the guitar and playing hard mode and trying to beat everything. And that's fun for a while. And, you know, I I even downloaded some additional tracks. But since then, I haven't, like, I was kind of, like, reaching the saturation point of, like, I don't really think i'll buy any more of these games at all and they kept getting more and more niche like beatles rock band and you know aerosmith rock band you know my favorite um so i i wonder if these new ones are like really rebooting with enough like do the new consoles are they powerful enough to really bring anything new like it doesn't seem like there's anything yeah. happening here that you couldn't really have done on a ps3 yeah
0: I think uh, Rocco from Mega 64 said it um that he he went with Rock Band and he just said I don't really care about any of the other modes I just want to play my favorite songs and he's going to do that with any rock band he, he doesn't care and I understand that it's just um it's the same if they now would bring out some kind of DLC for Amplitude that was released in 2003 for the PS2 I would play the shit out of that any song you give me now. You don't have to change anything about that game. I would even pay for the game again just to have new stuff. Sadly, the new Amplitude is going to come out on PS4, and I, I'm not going to get
1: a PS4 in, oh, in the near on. future. If I so, I <laughs> it's funny you bring up PS4 because. Uh, Justin just texted me that the Taco Bell here in the U.S. is doing a gold PS4 contest, and you don't, no purchase necessary. You can text a number every day to try to win. So if I win the gold PS4, maybe you'll get a PS4 when you, the gold one or the black one. Um, what I'll probably do is the gold ones are selling for a thousand dollars, so yeah. I'll sell it and then <laughs> buy a normal one and give it to you, and then still have six hundred dollars left. Okay, <laughs> deal. <laughs> um, yeah, with that,
0: let's let's get to our picks of the week. All
1: right, uh, I think
0: you started last time, so um, but I don't, I'm not
1: sure. So you start this time. <laughs> <laughs> Since we don't know, I'll go. Yeah. So my pick of the week is a song by Dosh called "Everybody Cheer Up" song. Oh, let's just let's just listen to it before I say anything. All right. Yeah. So there we go with a little bit of dosh. Um, he's, uh, been known to drum for Andrew Bird sometimes. And, uh, I actually saw him open up for the No Twist, uh, probably around 08 or 09, a show I went to with Benji, one of our friends and listeners, um, in Chicago. And he had this enormous setup surrounding him. He had, you know, a, a big full 88 key keyboard, um, Everything was rigged up into the laptop to be able to be looped and and crazy stuff to happen. He had uh, some kind of like vibraphone, something he, some bell type instrument and then a full drum set. And he was able to spin around and play all this stuff. And uh, the only other person on stage was a saxophone player. Um, Some of his stuff has a little bit of saxophone. Um, And this song in particular, um, just it makes me just kind of want to float away in a dream with it. And, you know, it's got this big collage feel. There's lots of little spicy, jazzy things kind of shuffling around on the sides. Um, but at its core, it's just got this really, really pleasing um, synthy keyboard part that uh, occasionally gives way to a more e-piano sound. And uh, there's something kind of Fantasy Star 2 about it for me. Um, and maybe even a little Final Fantasy X Be B-Said um theme, just a little bit, just kind of a similar, like like relaxing. And you know, I don't want to listen to the song every day of my life, but um when it comes on, I, I do kind of just want to float away with it. And uh, I think that's why I picked it. Um what did you think?
0: I liked it. Um right from the beginning it was really quirky and um there is a subtle use of of bit crush or at least some some kind of saturation on just a few instruments they poke through every once in a while where you have this high like sizzle noises like uh, a little bit of saturation but a little bit of bit crushing and also like the the drums they are really like short and snappy and um especially those little snare rolls you really get the yeah. snappy sound where they they decay before the next hit and, and it sounds interesting the vocals are a little bit too laid back for my taste, in, in, <laughs> in that particular song, at least they kind of sound like um, I wouldn't say phoned in, but they're a little bit too laid back. Like there is not a lot of energy. I mean, they don't. Ha- there doesn't have to be a lot of energy, but there's just too 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 yeah. less. they uh, little
1: too little energy. They're very drowsy. Um, Dash almost never sings, as far as I can tell. So he's okay. very, very instrumental heavy and maybe that's why, but yeah. <laughs> um, for me, it didn't feel like it, like, yeah, I'll admit it's not like a, a rock star performance of singing by any means, um, not really trying to be, but it, I think it contributes and is part of that feel of just kind of a, a lazy floating, like a Sunday afternoon and you're kind of taking a nap and there's, <laughs> I <Yeah>. don't know. <laughs>
0: Um, but wait, what makes up for that, of course, is the roads and a little bit oh, more man. roads and more sexy. roads in the end. <laughs> yeah. Some of them sound really plastic sounding. Uh.
1: Yeah, that's. I think that's that's the part when it gets all like stompy roads. Like uh, suddenly there's like more staccato to the song. Um, that's when I get the Fantasy Star 2 vibe. Like if you ever just the, the town music in Fantasy Star 2, um, maybe I'll throw that in the show notes too love it um w- let's move on what was your pick of the week my pick of the
0: week is the physics house band with teratology um they're a kind of math rock band a uh, three-piece they do lots of interesting stuff with with their sound um, so it's a drummer guitarist and a bassist and both guitarists and bassist each have a, have a keyboard in front of them and what they do is just so crazy and at the same time so melodic um it starts out with a great riff, like a chord progression. The chord progression itself is really simple, but the way it's, it's, um, the rhythm goes and the riff plays, it's just awesome. Um, there's some crazy fast drum fills later on. And in the show notes, I've linked the live version or not the live, but a, a studio session because it's just awesome to see those guys every time, like every once in a while, I go back to the video and it's like, uh, let's just listen to the first two minutes because they're so melodic and always end up watching the whole 10 minutes because I just can't stop watching. And um, so you've got this crazy drum fills, but even crazier thing at bass action. The bass is, is just, I, I don't know, I I really love playing bass just with the fingers. It's, it feels cool and I usually don't do it that much with the guitar. But it's also so hard and it just makes it look so easy. Um, here's a little snippet of, uh, the physics house band with teratology. they do this stop and go thing a few times before going to the actual um yeah rock part of the song where it gets a little bit mean and then the guitars go distorted and um it's the song is just full of surprises and changes, so what do you think of the song?
1: Oh it was very enjoyable and uh you know um the song's in this six eight time signature and i i've have always felt um there's a special intensity with six eight that um if, it's kind of unmat I mean I love a lot of time signatures that's a funny sentence to say, um, but something about six eight really pulls something out sometimes when you really need it and a lot of these you know harder rock or, or even some metal music when people just decide to throw six eight into the mix sometimes it's really special and I think this song kind of fits the bill but also just the dat bass playing man some of those some of those <laughs> um you know, hammer-ons and, and fast runs are just so, you just want to loop it and hear it over and over. And, uh, um, I mean, everyone in this band is really good at what they're doing. The guitar is really well played and, you know, some crazy drum fills going on. Um, yeah, it's just a kind of a tour de force. Um, it held my interest to, I was like, oh yeah, it must be, you know, like towards the end, I was only five minutes in, but you know, it, it could have been, You know, two minutes of another band, you'd be tired of them, but this was five minutes and I was still going strong through the song. Still interested.
0: And, so, and you also noted that halfway through uh, in in the video, they kind of start humping their keyboards yeah. in a way where they're very affectionately playing uh, the, the samples. So they're not really playing m- a lot of melody on the keyboard. They're more triggering samples or triggering a very long releasing pad or something.
1: Yeah, they, they kind of go into a noise mode and they're just creating a lot of dissonance and layers. And it, <laughs> There's some close shots where he's very enthusiastically playing the keyboard and it just kind of looks like he's... <laughs> doing more than just playing the keyboard. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> that that's what soundboards are for. <laughs> I think we might need Billy Joel to accompany us on some future episodes. <laughs> and with that, we have episode 39 of Bits and Pieces. Thank you so much for listening. Um we have show notes that have links to all these articles we talked about. And especially, um, at the bottom of our links will be a link to our Spotify playlist where we collect all the songs we choose, you know, whenever we can find them on Spotify. Um, we put them in this playlist. So if you want to subscribe to this playlist on Spotify, you can always have some new songs every week to check out. Um, handpicked by yours truly and Matt. Um, If you want to find those show notes, you can head to sunriserobot.net slash bits and pieces slash 39. And with that, we also love feedback. So if you have questions or comments or ideas for topics for us, um, you can uh, use Twitter to talk to us. I'm at Music and Matt at Echolox, E-C-H-O-L-O-X. And uh, if you're on our website, you might as well subscribe to our show. Um, you can use, uh, on iOS, there's overcast.fm or there's a built-in podcast app. And you can search for bits and pieces or search for Sunrise Robot. Or just use the buttons on our website and it should uh, do the work for you of popping it open in your podcatcher. If you're on Android, some good apps to use for podcasts or Podcast Addict or Pocket Casts. And uh, same thing, you can search there, use the button on our website if you'd like to support us directly, we have a Patreon going, uh, patreon.com slash sunriserobot. And uh, some special thanks to our top Patreon supporter, Bruce Edwards. Thank you so much for your support, Dad. Um, we'll see you next week. <laughs>